come here today to bring an offering to our dark lord we will be joining as the newest members of the illuminati mentally gone studios has now been initiated welcome fellow listeners welcome welcome fellow viewers welcome to show our devotion similar to our colleagues Elon Musk and Doja Cat. We shall now bring an offering to celebrate the coming of fall. And we have just returned from Doja Cat's birthday party, which was her initiation. And may I say, we are very pleased that she has also joined the Illuminati. Which was super lit, by the way. Cool ass birthday, dude. Yeah, I saw some nipple. I saw some nipple slips, some nip slips. Doja Cat was all up in there, dude. Topless, dude. Yeah. Super gnarly, dude. I don't know how many of you guys know this, but her cake had... This little symbol right here. Had the all-seeing eye. It had the compass and the square, the Masonic symbol with the G in it. I don't think it had the G. And she was turning 27. Welcome to the 27 Club, Doja Cat. Woo! Yeah. Anyways, so, yeah, guys, so that's the intro. <laughs> oh, you crazy! You must be crazy! I'll tell you crazy! Listen, I don't know about these other guys, but we are like a superhero. No? We're like, da, 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 da. we're not crazy! Everybody knows you never go full retard. Muhammad is the most commonly used name on Earth. Read a fucking book for one. Did you get that memo? Yeah, I got the memo. Picasso is dead! Walt Disney is dead! I'm dead! Steve Jobs is dead. I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Welcome to the Mentally Gone Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Mentally Gone Podcast. My name is Callie Lacerda. And I am Callie Lacerda. And I am Gabriella Lopes. And I am Callie Lacerda. And I'm still Gabriella Lopes. And <laughs> this is episode number 33. Freemason. 33. Episode 33, very symbolic. This is very fitting for what we're talking about today because yeah. it's a lot of Freemasonry. As you guys saw, and if you're listening to this on audio only, we highly encourage you to head on head on out to our YouTube channel to check out the intro that we did, the um, introductory skit or whatever. Which was obviously satire for those of you knuckleheads out there who don't or know. was it? Yeah, not, not a lot of people <laughs> understand sarcasm, which is kind of scary in today's world. But anyways, really quickly, um, the intro showcased our induction into the Illuminati because it's episode 33. And so the big heads at Illuminati, you know, they called us up and said like, hey, you know, like you guys are doing great numbers on Instagram. You guys are doing great on TikTok. You guys are doing great on YouTube. People like you. So, you know, you you guys know why that's happening, right? It's because we've been working behind the scenes in the shadows, kind of, you know, the whole Geppetto and Pinocchio yeah. scenario. So that we, so we owe it to our overlords, um, Mr. Elon Musk is one of them, and we'll get to to that in a bit. And and then they also told us, like, oh, before you post uh, episode 33, which is, like, a very important number to us, yep. uh, we just want to make sure that you complete your full initiation mm. into the Illuminati. And yep. we want to make sure that episode 33 
is part of your initiation as well. Exactly. Because and so we we had to do the intro that way. Because um, as everybody knows, and especially the people that listen to this podcast, I feel like I know the audience very well, where I'm assuming that most of you guys are uh, truth seekers or seekers of truth. So you do recognize patterns and you do recognize just like data chunking and just, you know, uh, connecting dots where other like layman people who uh, are willfully blind and ignorant, they just choose to ignore it and they just choose to look past it because it's easier to do that than it is to, you know, um, exert energy towards uncovering the truth. And I don't even know where I was going with that. With all that being said, I just do that a lot. Speaking on my behalf. Oh, wait, I do know what I was going to say. Go ahead. Can you hold yours without, yeah. without forgetting? Yeah. All right. Uh, so I was just getting to the point that um, the Illuminati requires, and the Freemasons more specifically, they require a public and very blatant representation of your devotion towards that institution or organization. And as you all know, uh, various artists, you know, they, they do it in their music videos and we've covered it here a few times. Bad bunnies in the middle being chained by demons and satanic and stuff. Uh, what what other artists? Uh, Charlie X, XCX. Yeah, she's done rituals on her music videos, in her music videos. And we will be discussing another person also in this episode. Doja Cat. Doja Cat that did a very public display... Oh, I can't speak display. today. Display. Display. Depiction. Guys, it's been a month since we've podcast. Yeah. So apologies for the rust, <laughs> rustiness. So you were going to say something about you on your behalf? You oh, said something on, on my behalf. Yeah, on my behalf. I'm just putting it out there. I'm not part of the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> She's so okay. superstitious. It's so no, funny. No, but for, hello, like you guys are about to take me seriously. Nah. Like, people, come on, guys. Do you know what, though? Like, I kind of like that idea of of kind of like just being heavy on sarcasm and then the people who don't understand it to me like they're more than welcome to leave you know it's like if you don't understand our humor then how are you going to stick around until episode 300 like this episode 33 and if you can't keep up with the momentum yeah i'm not superstitious but i'm a little stitious so yeah. i don't want to say stuff like oh i'm part of the illuminati and then I am part of and the then illuminati. i become the next sacrifice yeah <laughs> then i'm like oh it's me it's me, Gabby. I'm in heaven now. If you guys get that reference, if you guys get that reference, then you're a real one. Then you have a great sense of humor. Yeah, you do. I great. feel like we can filter sense of humor through the office and through and through Nathan for you. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was it? What, what else did he say? He's like, uh, I like it here, so I'm, I'm not, not coming back. back. Yeah. So sorry, I died. So sorry, I died. <laughs> it's gonna be me after yeah. I'm sacrificed for right. the Illuminati. <laughs> You're gonna turn into an animated talking dog. <laughs> um. So yeah. So like that's a good representation and a good uh, framework to kind of filter people through. You know, we have dark sense of humor. We also cover dark topics, but I feel like. With darkness, you have to kind of like shed a little bit of light. And so we do that with humor. Um, I've I've listened recently to a few like uh, conspiracy podcasts. And I'm not going to mention names because I'm not that type of person who like who like shits on other creators. But just saying like a lot of other conspiracy podcasts, they take themselves a little too seriously. And I feel like that takes away from reality because reality isn't serious all the time, especially when you're dealing with conspiracies. I think it's a little it's. 
it's just like it should be a fun thing you know like to to seek seek the truth should be fun otherwise you get paranoid and you start drawing triangles on your wall then you start like <laughs> like going crazy and wearing a tinfoil hat like i don't want people to get to that point because we're never going to get to that point because we always balance it out with yeah. just laughter and humor this and just is more fun. fun to me like i'm not actually like oh the fate of the world is yeah. is is reaching its end because everyone's joining the illuminati and there yeah. are ai robots co- and like all this other stuff you know and and, and also, the earth is flat yeah. <laughs> like whatever else and also to to like to your point um to like move with that um with that feeling of like having so much responsibility like if you're listening to this thinking that we're like experts in everything yeah. then i'm sorry to to Burst tell your you bubble. yeah like that's not the case like we're just people who see stuff and we share our opinions and i just want to make that clear because i think that a lot of people have these expectations because of joe rogan right because he has like experts on it and he kind of like is really good at regurgitating what he learns and what he hears and so he be, like comes off as this guy who's just very knowledgeable and, and who has this authority and everything. But even he admits a lot of times that he doesn't know anything. Yeah, you know? exactly. So that's us, guys. I, I just, just wanted to do some housekeeping. I'm just a small town girl <laughs> living in a lonely world. <laughs> Callie's off key. But yeah, let's get into the hot topics of the day. Do you want to start with Halloween? Yes. So Halloween, what, Halloween for those of you who don't know, is my birthday. Happy birthday. Um, here's a cool little fun fact that will totally add to the intro of what you guys saw. And you guys will now start creating conspiracies around me, Callie. Um, and just the guy that, with the beard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Callie, Callie is um, controlled opposition. He was hired by the CIA to, <laughs> to infiltrate the, um, the millennials and the <laughs> boomers, you know, and just whatever. Um, but I was born on October 31st, Halloween, and my sister, who's six years younger than me, was also born on October 31st. She was born at 6 a.m. and I was born at 6 p.m. Or it, or is it the other way around? Six, I, six, six. I always get it confused. But the point is that it's that it's 666. And growing up, I would always just kind of like uh, pride myself in that because it's the most unique thing that like like none of my friends could brag about having the same birthday and then on top of it having that like symbolic dark and like, dark on the night of sin right on the night that people celebrate you know pagan spirits and demons and monsters and shit <laughs> here comes little old Callie <laughs> came into this world like a beacon of light like Lucifer yeah falling straight from the sky yeah so for those of you listening just know that I am the devil <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's also another The Office reference. Um, I, I guess, guess I'm, I'm the, the devil. devil. Yeah, if you guys don't know what that is, then I'm sorry as well. But that was Jan, right? Yeah, Jan. Yeah, Jan from The Office. Um, all right. So do you want me to quickly just take us yeah, into? Tell us some some stuffs about Halloween. So I wrote a few things down and I'm going to try not to read off of it because I'm against like scripted podcasts. Um, if I'm being completely honest with you guys, but I do write things down and I do read them out just to make sure I get all of the facts right. Um, so I did some research on the origins of Halloween because I don't think I've ever like searched it up. Like, oh, like where does Halloween come from? I always knew that it was like this um, celebration of pagan spirits. Um, and it came like far before Christianity became like mainstream and stuff. 
but I never truly understood it. And the origins of Halloween, uh, it's an ancient Celtic holiday uh, called Samhain. But it's kind of weird because it's pronounced Samhain, but it's spelt Sam Hain. So I'm just going to say like Sam Hain because it just makes more sense to me because that's how it's spelled. So it's S-A-M-H-A-I-N. So if you guys want to do some research yourself, uh, feel free to do that. Um, a few things that I learned while researching the origins of Halloween. Did you know that bonfire, which people, you know, like they, they gather a group of friends. And oh my God, like you want to go to the, my bonfire in my backyard? Let's spin the bottle and let's totally start a bonfire so we can roast some mushrooms. <laughs> mushrooms? Yeah. I'm trying to go Marshmallow. Mushrooms. <laughs> some shrooms, dude. <laughs> so we can consume some shrooms and I'm totally <laughs> eyeballing Chad. I hope, he's, I hope he acknowledges me. Um, yeah, so bonfires uh, come from literally bone fire. Because of the many animal and sometimes human sacrifices that are made in the time of fall. So specifically during this Samhain um, holiday. And Samhain is supposedly, according to Celtic uh, ancient religion or ancient pagan religion, is the god of death. The Mm. god of death. So essentially like the loose translation is to modern understandings like Lucifer. It's like it's the devil. Mm-hmm. It's the underlord, you know? So there's this like very strong holiday centered around this god of death. And the people back then even would dress up as animals t- to deceive evil spirits that wish them harm. Mm. So it's super interesting. Like they would drench themselves in blood, sometimes human blood, but mainly like animal blood. Um, they would put on animal heads and just dress Pelts. up as animals. Yeah. And just um, paint their bodies in different colors so that they would basically morph and and transform themselves to a point where they're unrecognizable. That's like the Viking show that we would watch when they would do the like the blood eagle sacrifice right. and stuff. And it was always like little um hints are like animal and yeah and then they they would cover themselves in like the was it a horse or something like the horse's blood like cut it open and then just like smear it on their face and (laughs) the white priest yeah that's crazy and then and then the white priest would would um conduct quick uh segue just a quick side comment rather the vikings the 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 from from slashing, chopping people's head off, uh, opening up a horse, and smothering yourself in blood. The most disgusting thing for me was when they were preparing to sail out, and then every time they would pass around, the the Vikings would pass around this um, bowl of water that was supposed to be like a baptized water that was blessed by Odin or something, and they would pass it around each warrior, right? And when like when a warrior received that bowl of water, they would snot like blow a thing of blow snot. their nose like blow a huge loogie like a huge snot into the bowl and then do this with their hands and then just wash their face with it and then pass <laughs> it along i never understood that like ritual in that practice but it was so strange it's like you would excrete this huge yellow or sometimes green snot Ew. into this bowl of water and then there's just like 20 plus warriors it's on this to ship. build immunity <laughs> maybe yeah and like maybe that's why that's vikings why were so, so like like fortified <laughs> right dude vikings were were freaking like a different species of humans and here's the interesting part too so at one point celtics were conquered by christians 
right? The Christians, just the Christians. like people from the Vikings show call them. They were conquered by Christians, and Christians rebranded this Samhain holiday. And it's so interesting to me because they didn't um, abolish it completely because they wanted a little bit of sympathy from the people that they conquered. And so one way of conquering was to not completely destroy the culture in which you're conquering, but rather to assimilate it and kind of add your own taste and your own flavor and twist to it so that it's somewhat recognizable to the people that are subservient to you. Mm -hmm. But it's different enough that it fits into your own narrative, if that makes sense. So... The Christians rebranded this holiday to worship martyrs and saints instead of the pagan evil spirits and the uh, Lord of the underworld mm. and, the, and the God of death, Samhain. I see. So the All Saints Day is November 1st and Hallow's Eve, a.k.a. Halloween, which later morphed into Halloween, is October 31st. And so they placed a holiday of theirs right after this um, ancient holiday that was already practiced for hundreds of years. So instead of eliminating it, they just placed it in front of it. So November 1st is the All Saints Day. So it's a very big holiday for uh, devout Christians and they worship saints and they worship, you know, martyrs and stuff. But it's super crazy how they still kept it. You you know what's interesting too is I, so hollow um, because Christians even use that in their prayers, like hallowed be thy name, thy mm -hmm. kingdom come, whatever. Hollow means to honor as holy. Really? And then een actually means evening. Right. It's like translated. So then it's basically an evening where you're on, like an evening that you honor as holy. Right. And so they, just like you said, they must have tried to change the the meaning of like what it really started as and then created this like new like, oh, well, we're going to try to honor things that are holy on this day, you know. And it didn't stick. <laughs> and because, it didn't stick. Because American culture, and that's so crazy to me because I, I grew up in Brazil, for those of you who don't know. Well, I didn't grow up, grow up in Brazil, but from um, end of grade school to end of high school, I was in Brazil. And Halloween isn't as popular there. No, it's it's it's, it's mostly America, here. Yeah. Right? It's just in the US. So the most Freemason, Masonic, satanic country, I think, in the world, which is the US, has this holiday that they treat as if it's a freaking religious holiday, you know? Right. Well, in South America, like for example, Mexico has like Dia de los Muertos. Right. And and you can technically say that Brazil has like carnival, which is kind of like its own little holiday type of thing, no? Like everyone's costumed up. You know what I'm trying to say? Like it's carnival not a Halloween. Carnival comes from Italy, though. Oh, okay. Um, so the original carnival. Uh, it's is like in a type Italy. of masquerade, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what the essence of it is in terms of historical purposes because I didn't really like research it, but. The closest thing in Brazil would be uh, Sexta Feira de Cinzas or something like that, or Quarta Feira de Cinzas. There is a day where they honor the dead as well. Is, oh, okay. Is my point, but it's just like a day where where people don't yeah. like take off school, like they don't do anything special. Oh, okay. No, so like Dia de los Dia de los Muertos is different because they get all you know. Yeah. All like they it's like celebration type of thing. And then we have Hollywood. 
which people say, like, if you break it down, it means an occult wood that witches would utilize for oh, their, like, spells or something. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. So, uh, I think I should search this up real quick because it's good that we have it. Just so we can, like, clarify it. That's the purpose of technology, guys. I'm not going to cut this part out. Uh, Hollywood. Holly. Occult. Deck the halls with something of Holly. Occult meaning. Bowels of Holly? I don't even know what the song is. Bowels of Holly. La 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 la. Oh, man. I can't freaking find Hollywood meaning. It's going to show up some stupid shit. The characteristic of people in the American motion picture industry. Yeah, it's not going to show. But anyways, guys, uh, you're probably listening to this, punching the air right now. It's <laughs> like, like, you hurry idiots. up. You freaking idiots. Get no, to the point. No, up. get to the yeah. point. You're the only impatient person here. No, I, think that I, was, are I was singing. I was, I'm, ah, shush. I'm kidding. Um, so uh, Hollywood means like something regarding witches. It was like a specific wood that they would utilize in occult ceremonies, uh-huh. I think, if I'm not mistaken. But if just feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Um, so just finishing up with the history of Halloween, right? Uh, what's cool, though, that still stuck around is that during this holiday of Samhain, uh, the participants, they were obligated to participate, by the way. So all the members of that particular village, of that particular city, state, or whatever it was at the time, they were obligated to participate. And the consequences of not partaking in this ritual, in the ceremony, which was basically like a like a five-day bender, essentially, like they would drink, like similar to how the, the Vikings do it. You know, like they would drink, they would party, they would feast. Um, if you didn't participate, you would be dealt the death penalty wow and violence was prohibited during this uh extension of period so you couldn't murder anyone and you couldn't settle any dispute using violence otherwise you would be killed as well Interesting. So it was very sacred um and to protect the living they would appease the hungry spirits who were hungry for souls or for energy with or with a for, sacrifice? No, they 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 would appease it by leaving uh, food offerings at their doorstep. Oh, interesting! And at the edges of the forests, mm. so that the the uh, oh, I can't speak because because they believe that demons like lurked in the woods and stuff. You know, like is yeah. that why? Yeah, huh. to protect the living people, so that instead of consuming or or uh, instead of like infiltrating their village they would leave it at the edge of the forest in order to protect the people so it's almost like a like an invisible border but of food so that they wouldn't like you know um come bother them type of thing and what's interesting is that nowadays uh kids knock on doors asking for candy yeah trick-or-treat and they dress up usually as these pagan idols right so it's basically just reenacting that whole scenario without even realizing it and then people just because if you think about it like why like why do you trick-or-treat like nobody really knows if you ask them like oh because i like chocolate and my kid looks you know it's just this culture that has such a darker meaning to it whenever kids come to my house to trick-or-treat i'm gonna give them a trick no no treats here (laughs) do you know what the trick part of it comes from what is that after christians kind of took over the celtic uh community and the and the celtic people they instilled this um this um behavior where when you would knock on people's door 
you would knock on wealthy houses and, and wealthy homes to ask for soul cakes, which is what they were called. So literally soul cakes. And and a lot of people rebelled against this Christian domination, I guess. And that's where the, the trickery part comes in play. Mm. So kids who would kind of like go against that and say like, no, like fuck that. I'm not going to be a fucking Christian. I'm not going to abide by your rules and your standards. They would trick the Christian uh, church and the you know, um, and they would continue celebrating Samhain. So like that was their trick mm. is that is that they would like steal food and stuff, but then pretend and say like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, of course, I'm Christian. Yes, I'm Christian, mom. And then and then turn the door and then and turn their back. And then now they're celebrating Samhain. Interesting. It's like so they would trick the Christians and then Trojan like horse or something. <laughs> trick or treat. Like, are you going to abide, ask for the treat, ask for the soul cake and be a little good Christian? Or are you going to trick the Christians? Mm. Manipulate. Manipulate. Um, and that's about it. Like, that's what I found about Halloween. I'm sorry again, guys, if I, I am 100% off because it's been a month and I'm very rusty. That's okay. You're doing fine. So He's doing fine. So, yeah. So and then Halloween, speaking of Halloween, something very tragic happened on Halloween, if you want to take us into that. Yeah. It was it the day after, right? The day after or two days. after. It was during the witching hour on November 1st. Mm. So close to 3 a.m. And what we're talking about is obviously that the Migos member takeoff passed away. Well, he was shot. He didn't pass. He was he was killed. So essentially, they, they apparently they were playing a dice game, and then Quavo got heated because he was losing money, and then they had an altercation with another party, right? And then people from their camp uh, starting preparing themselves for the worst, and then the worst that happened, where a shootout occurred. I heard from eyewitnesses that their crew shot first and that their crew is the one that accidentally hit takeoff before the other crew did. No way. I swear. People, eyewitnesses are coming out. And then look, just just like going through what someone said, but an eyewitness already like like uh put out text messages talking about the event saying that takeoff was the quietest in the room and that someone was there was someone else that was with quavo and takeoff and that he was the one to first pull out a gun and shoot it and that it one of like i guess one of the rounds accidentally hit takeoff Wow, that's even crazier. If it was someone from his camp. Inside? Yeah. And what if it wasn't an accident? Right. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Like, what if it was a setup? Because I feel like that was very similar to what happened to X. But X, people say that it was Drake. Because I think even in the new album, um, we didn't listen to the new album yet. But I've seen, like, uh, people on TikTok basically, like, po- posting snippets and then and then pointing it out how he said that if he didn't open up his mouth and stuff, he would still be alive or some shit. But anyways, like, Drake ordered yeah. or ordered the murder of X, I feel. <laughs> I think that I think that he just, like, painted it out to be that. So oh, that, people so that can, he could be hard. Yeah. And he could look hard. Yeah, maybe. But, but then anyways, like everyone is speculating that Quavo is 100% at fault because he was the one that that kind of like started the altercation. So obviously it was a game of dice and then it got heated and then Quavo was the first one to just like go off his rockets kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, according to people who were there. If that's true, 
then that really ties into um, one of my other favorite conspiracy theories is is the idea of like handlers and how every celebrity has a handler and these handlers do just that like they handle these celebrities meaning like they basically control them and they get input from an outside source which we don't know who they are but i think that that's who they are it's like these groups these occult groups give instructions to the handlers and the handlers act on it and so if the shooter responsible for killing takeoff does not get justice then we know that something fishy is happening too because someone from his own camp to like take him out you know it's because eh, you know yeah that for sure know, man. sacrifices happen you never know yeah and i i <clears throat> definitely find it weird that like all of this is after like the falling out with offset and like you know all that so so there's like a lot of weird you know blurred lines but what i wanted to say is that i find it like I find it crazy how like quick people are to like repost and post the the footage like the raw footage of, of him just laying down of of the blood like coming out of his head like it's crazy and then Quavo like crying and like you know whelping for for him to like not be dead and stuff and I, I just, didn't see that footage. Like, yeah, there's, there's footage, of, footage of him like crying and saying like no, like no, like what and and then. And and then the takeoff is on the floor with the back of his head just bleeding out with just blood all over the floor That's coming wild. from the back and 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 it's so graphic and people it makes you really wonder like like what goes through people's mind when this is happening that makes them like pull out their phone like I get it if you're like documenting for for purposes of like showing the police or whatever but they're gonna show up to the scene and see that anyways you know yeah it's definitely not for the police and and i i started thinking like there's definitely people out there who capture this footage and then sell it to news outlets sell it to tmz sell right. it and and get like millions and whatever because they want like the exclusive. the exclusive footage right yeah. they want the first um <clears throat> first hand look at what happened and it's like people are just so like immoral about how they treat things nowadays and it's because mainly it all revolves around like uh, cloud culture so people go to concerts and the first thing they do is pull out their phone their phones as soon as the concert begins because they experience everything through their phones and so if you go to like a cool restaurant you usually want to film everything if you go on a date you want to film everything if you're at the movie theaters you want to film do a quick boomerang for Instagram to let people know that you're going to watch this movie. Yeah. So it's like these types of behaviors. I think that that's what kind of um, like, that's just what characterizes us today. It's just, we are a documenting species. Like we document versus experience it firsthand. And it like, I've been thinking a lot about that recently where sometimes I wish that we weren't like uh, living currently in this era and that maybe we would, exist in like the 90s or something because like not as technologically advanced yeah because if you think about it like people in the 90s i bet they lived a lot more in terms of just like experiencing life firsthand versus now it's just like oh um i want to travel i'm going to travel someday but then but then it's just this idea of of just consumerism you know and then you never build up the money if that makes sense and then like I, like i yeah. don't know i definitely want to live like a very simple life well, what what's interesting to me is that the more technology advances, the less human we become as well. Yeah. And and just desensitized because it 
like that's what it feels like it's not just this instance that people post like someone dying like i've like i've seen videos of like a one kid accidentally shooting another and that's like horrible I've like seen that video too. you you can't unsee things like that and so yeah. for the people who are putting it out there and then the people who repost it and retweet it and circulate it even more it's like it's just so unjust for for the family it's so unjust for the person who passed it's so like it's so detached from reality and from like sympathy that i just can't understand it at all especially when you consider the fact that like people treat public figures as if they're public companies and meaning like people uh basically believe that they have a stake in these people so they have the right and they deserve to see everything that happens to them to have this access this direct line of communication to this person because then they'll just play that card of like oh like you like you're only famous because of us yeah it's like we made you this so you have to respect us and you have to you know sign our like sign our t-shirts and 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 take a picture and you can't be an asshole and you can't be human or whatever so in these moments of death even like 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 that's what people do is that they feel this need to share it with the world because this person doesn't belong to a family he doesn't belong to a wife he's a son. not a son yeah he's, he's not a human he's a property of the world and so it's like desensitized to filming it it's just oh it's the same as as filming a deer getting uh eaten by a lion yeah it's like oh like that's just mother nature you know it's it's part of our world like we are you know yeah it's just weird to me and one thing also that i wanted to point out really quickly was that a girl that was there she she tweeted it before it even hit the news she said i just watched like take off die like i just watched take off get shot and die rest in peace and everybody was like yo you're lying because it was before it mm -hmm. got out and she was like the first one to say it and like i also find that to be kind of like weird too because it's like the first thing that you do when something like that happens is go tweet it so you that Twitter, yeah. so that when it when it does break the news like everyone's gonna go back and refer to your tweet and repost it and you're gonna get like cloud off it and i just hate but i find it so crazy how like it like this girl tweeted it and everyone was in doubt like saying like stop fucking lying stupid bitch and like all this stuff yeah. like they were coming at her and then go figure that it was real like it's, isn't, it's so crazy. Isn't that crazy how that's essentially the same parallel to a sneaker drop? You yeah. know, people lining around the block and everybody wants to be the first person. Similar to how Mr. Beast Burger opened up in in, yeah. in and the shopping mall. Thousands of people went to the American dream. And then everybody wanted to be first. And then the guy who was first ended up being more famous for being first. Yeah. And so that's just a great example, I think, of of just this parallel like it doesn't matter if it's somebody being killed in front of you you just want to be the first person to do this thing that will eventually be a mainstream thing so everybody wants to be unique even in that aspect of reporting someone's untimely devastating death you just want to be You're like still oh, selfish yeah like oh i saw that first so yeah. <laughs> i'm that bitch yeah it's crazy and and one one last thing well i have like two last things to say about it 
because then it's like you know yeah. then then i'll like hand it over to you because i'm like it kind of just sucks like talking about yeah. stuff like this we're not going to talk about it too much but one one last thing is i i feel like everybody the day that it happens it's like everyone's so devastated and everyone's so like so like moved and triggered by the 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 event and then the next day it's like like crickets Right. like silence about it and then it's just like on to the next juicy topic that's right. out you know and then it's like oh but did you see now that uh so and so did this and this and then yeah. it's like that news just like you know what i'm trying to say it almost doesn't feel like again it's like we're just in a consumer is like um a consumer right where it's just like on to the next thing all the time so yeah. nobody ever like gives themselves time to to reflect or think or just you know process anything right it's just always movement and it's weird and here's my conspiracy theory about that about the nature of the 24-hour news cycle right so to your point 24 7 we are being bombarded and overstimulated with just this uh parade of different news right so like oh um, at the forefront of this parade is this devastating news of this rapper who has died. And then basically like society gives that news a few minutes to shine and then discards it completely. And then on to the next thing, on to the next thing, that's on to the next thing. So I feel like that's what the matrix and the system or the simulation or whatever you want to call it does on purpose is that it wants to get to a point where you're just so desensitized to so many different types of news and so many different types of information that you don't even feel the need to kind of let it process and to like digest anything anymore. And so you become desensitized to everything. It's like, oh yeah, there's a global flood happening. There's also a global drought. Who cares? It's like, oh yeah, like that's, that's crazy. Wow. Oh, and Kanye West is doing this. And it's mm -hmm. like, and it's like just this constant derailing so that i think it's purposeful because it's easier for you to control a population that has no moral compass has has no sense of direction just it's just the moment you start fixating on one thing you start questioning and saying like wow like that's weird that's strange maybe i should seek to better understand this matter or whatever and then and then the, the next second you're just tugged into a brand new direction and then and then you spend five seconds on that and it just keeps going and going and going and so we live in a like the 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 modern world i feel is all about deception and just misdirection you know it's just getting shifted shifted it's just these polar shifts all the time and it sucks because although takeoff wasn't that huge of a star let's say um i think i think that that's okay to say because i think it's factual like he's not like a kurt cobain like a michael jackson right and i but i feel like that, worldwide yeah but i feel that even if michael jackson were to have passed into like in in 2022 it would last maybe a week yeah maybe a few days versus when he did pass it was like it was devastating a long time yeah right. people were like crying and sobbing and doing pilgrimages um to his home to his ranch to you know like people were treating it as if their messiah had perished and it's just crazy because i remember when mac miller passed away and it was just a matter of like like it was like a weekend yeah and then everybody forgot about it another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I feel like even, like, for example, Kobe Bryant's death, like that got a lot of attention. And I feel yeah. like it's because that was like the start of COVID even. Yeah. And then people had more time to like think because they had nothing better to do. Or was it before? No, no, no. That was right before COVID. Oh, really? And I think that the fact that COVID happened right after that obfuscated Kobe Bryant's death. Oh, yeah, that's true. So people quickly forgot about Kobe Bryant because everybody was just devastated. Because, look, human beings are innately selfish, right? So the moment something happens that affects you personally, everything else just gets thrown out the window. Mm -hmm. So Kobe Bryant, some person that you've never probably met and you have no attachment, no direct connection with anybody. um, Personally. Yeah, like personally, like anybody in his family. You don't feel that bad. Like, like you like you think it's horrible. Like, I cried when he died, right? And I'm not even a fan of basketball. I was more a fan of his, like, business side of things, like how he was, you know, building up his um, business empire. But then my point is, like, it just quickly got obfuscated by COVID. And so, like, that's another 24, you know, hour it, cycle. The parade analogy is really interesting because it's almost like the first float in a parade always gets like the initial attention. But then as the parade goes on, there's like bigger and better floats that you see. And then it's like you forgot about float number one. Yeah. Because look at the big Snoopy dog in the Macy's Day Parade, for example, you know, like whatever. Just giving an example. But that that's really true about the news. And then each float that follows has to be more preposterous and more outrageous and more colorful. And then it also gets to a point where you're just looking at your watch and like, "Mm, I'm kind of hungry now. Like, I kind of want to leave, you know, and just go grab a hot dog or something. And then then check your phone, you know, like people, I don't know, people don't have attention spans anymore. But you said that you have two things. So what's the last one? So the very last thing I wanted to say is that before Takeoff passed away, he put a post on his Instagram, I think. And it was a photo with a song. um, I think it's like a a soundtrack a track by Playboy Cardi and it's called Stop Breathing and it was right before the event happened. No. Yes, and not to mention that there's a song, I don't know how long ago this came out, so someone let me know, but there's a song with Quavo and Takeoff, which is ironic, that's called Nothing Changed and one of the lyrics that Takeoff says is they don't know that this shit real, that's how you end up getting blown out your brains. What? So it's almost like he predicted his Holy death. Holy He's like saying like blown out your brains. And I'm telling you, this video shows like his brains blown out. Like I can see his like skull just like bleeding out. Damn. I, I did not know that. And then the that's stop crazy. breathing right before this happened. Oh, that's so crazy, man. Look. I, I think that these artists, they're in touch with otherworldly entities and energies and stuff. And some of them play with like dark energies and some of them might play with like lighter energies. But I feel like these energies communicate with them and like give them these like premonitions. Because even X, before he died, he went on a public platform on a radio station. say And, and he posted on, on his Instagram. He said that if I die, just know it was Drake. 
he posted that on his stories. That's crazy. And then when Drake, uh, Drake and Travis Scott put out Sicko Mode, there was a quick, like, nanosecond scene oh. of of a person with the same hairdo as X getting stomped. Stomped, yeah, I saw that too. And that was Drake's creative decision, you know. So it's like Louis you have bags. to, yeah, like like you have to really think about that. And then and then you also have that concept of like um, artists. I think it was, I think it began in Memphis. But essentially, like artists uh, cast spells and stuff, and they uh, create sigils. I believe is the name, where essentially they they murder someone, and then they conjure and just absorb that energy and kind of redirect it onto their track, so that their track becomes successful, and so that that energy gets just basically disseminated around the world, and they have to murder someone, and so it's like the most potent energy I feel like in this reality that we live in is the one of like sacrifice and murder because it's taking a life taking a life and a lot of soldiers have ptsd and i think it's because of that it's because like something happens to your soul like it gets shaken up it gets torn a part of it gets destroyed it gets corrupted and then you have ptsd and then you have like psychological, psychological damage yeah and and a lot of people say that that they feel like it's the it's the craziest feeling when you take a life and that's what serial killers kind of um fall back behind you know like they basically say like oh like i just do it because the first time i did it it was this thrill and then i and then i just wanted to replicate it and so they like double down and then mm -hmm. and then and then it starts this like streamline and this you know this uh, massacre essentially yeah that's oh, i can't even wrap my head around that honestly it's pretty wild man it's super crazy yeah and one one very last thing about takeoff is that apparently they put out the music video messy right mm -hmm. like right on the day right like yeah. right before and at the two at the time frame two minutes and 18 seconds it shows like a gun right and then apparently people are saying that 218 is significant to when Offset kind of fell off from the group. So yeah, like two I think it's I think it was also at like a time like 218 on a certain day is when he announced that he was like oh, like not announced but when people found out something like that. So you're saying that at 218 in the morning is when he died no because i think that he died was at 218 it? yeah that like, would be even crazier because they're saying that 218 is related to some day that offset like derailed from the group i don't know if it was 218 but people said that it was close to the witching hour which is 3 a.m that's so crazy so if it was like two something dude like that's wild and then 218 in their video is like a close-up of a gun wow it's so weird yeah, all these like little coincidences super... i feel like the energy that you put out and what's funny is like he said it himself like takeoff said it in like an interview or something that he's very careful about what he says <laughs> and go figure like the yeah, stuff man. he said kind of you know yeah kind of manifested itself that's why yeah be very careful about what you say like words are extremely powerful this podcast is going to be the biggest podcast in the world <laughs> in the next five years uh we are going to build the greatest community on this planet and yeah it's going to be great guys I yeah can feel it. I, I can feel it coming but anyways <laughs> yeah that's wild and i then, believe that too and then just to um finalize the whole takeoff topic uh i just wanted to state that in that messy video it literally opens up with both of them waking up from a bad dream mm. 
And I think dreams are symbolic when it comes to the occult, you know. Um, I don't know. It's just like the dream trance nature of just being maybe, maybe, maybe that's what happens when they kind of cross over, you know, like maybe that's how, how they understand death being, you know, it's this dreamlike state. Because if you think about dreaming or, or sleeping, the Stoics believe that dying is no different than sleeping and not dreaming. Because mm. if you think about it, the only difference between dying that 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 we can conceptualize is that it's permanent. Is is that it's permanent? Is that you don't wake up, but when you sleep and you don't dream, you don't feel anything. Right. You don't see anything. You it's all even, just dark. You don't even know that you're gonna wake up or even think about that or right. anything. Like everything is turned off. Right. So what if just, you know, like, like, what if that's what death is, is that it's just a dream, uh, is, uh, a sleep without a dream. Right. And and maybe that's why they say that sleep is the cousin of death. It's because it's very similar, you know, like it's a distant cousin. But I think that that might be the case where where I, I don't know. And that's interesting because people have said like when like people who have died and come back to life or people who had near death experience say that their life flashed before their eyes, mm -hmm. which is very similar to how we interpret dreams while we're sleeping. It's like flashes of of certain, you know, images and stuff. Right. And that's how we describe our dreams. Even they don't when we describe our dreams, they're not very like cohesive. It's more like these little moments we picked up these flashes accumulation right, of moments. accumulation of moments yeah. so that's pretty interesting so does that mean that when we sleep we are technically Dead. getting getting <laughs> no. glimpses of the afterlife maybe that's pretty crazy man i always thought that like dreams were a gateway into your parallel universe alternate universe yeah <laughs> so anything that you experience in that universe is what you're witnessing through your dreams and that's how you connect the consciousness because it's this connected consciousness that's one because the consciousness is infinite so it expands throughout multiple multiverses and every iteration and version of yourself <laughs> is connected through this complex and like intricate web of just consciousness so you're telling me that that dream I had as a child that I was Spider-Man was true, was real in another universe. Entirely possible. So I'm Spider-Man. Yeah. And no one could tell me anything. If you think about that, too, there there is something called um, fictional multiverse, which is essentially like we understand reality as we see it now. Right. We're confined by the laws of physics. We have our limited senses. But who's to say that? in different universes and, and in different sectors of the galaxy, uh, those same rules apply. Like what we interpret as cartoons may, may actually be something that's real. Right. Because the conditions of that universe lends itself to like Harry Potter, uh, magic actually existing, flying like Superman, having superhuman strength. Uh, that'd be pretty crazy. Gravity. I should be in one of those exist. realities. Right. <laughs> well, who's to say that it's not true, you know? So, like, n no matter how crazy your dream is, is my point. Like, if the multiverse is real, then that would mean that you're just getting glimpses into or or basically like a quick phone call with your other consciousness. Mm -hmm. You know, like a FaceTime, if you will. Yeah, like viewing it through their eyes kind of thing. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, all right. 
No. You know what that means, guys. Uh, we're going to start playing that whenever we hit the 50-minute uh, mark. Um, or not the 50-minute mark, because I don't know if it's going to be exactly 50 minutes because of the intro. But we are nearing one hour of the podcast, and that means that we're going to start wrapping up. But we're going to touch on one, one more topic. One more? We'll like feel it out, right? All right, yeah, yeah. but we should definitely talk about what yeah, inspired main, our intro. Yeah, the 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 um the juicy the uh what do you call those uh like what do you call eggs in French in French? It's um uh, s'il vous plaît. Ove de or ove de or something like that. Yeah, it's like golden know. egg or some <laughs> shit. I don't know, but this is the golden egg of the episode. All right, do you want to kick us off or do I? Kick you kick could us kick off? us off. All right, um. A few days ago, before Halloween, Doja Cat celebrated her birthday. I think her birthday is on November 21st, if I'm not mistaken, or November 20-something. She celebrated her birthday, and the theme of her birthday party was Eyes Wide Shut, a.k.a. an Illuminati ritualistic gathering. Mm -hmm. Doja Cat was dressed with a black gown, which is designed for derobing, which is what happens in the film, and with the same exact mask as the character in the film who sacrifices herself during this occult gathering. Um, for those of you who haven't seen the movie, I highly recommend checking it out. It's such a trippy movie. And Stanley Kubrick uh, coincidentally passed away mysteriously, abruptly, right after he finished production of the movie and sent it over to the studios to get final approval right before the movie was released he mysteriously passed away and the studio then cut out over 25 minutes worth of film that who knows what that was mm. um and he passed away on the same month uh that the matrix film was released wow i don't know if that has anything to do but it's pretty crazy like stanley kubrick exited the matrix you know i don't know but anyways and here's what's interesting right uh not too many people believe in symbolism but this one you can't deny it doja cat's cake had three tiers the first level has an all-seeing eye right and the middle tier the middle level the second level has 27 and a mask attached to it and then the final top tier has the the freemason symbol which is the squared compass. Yeah. And what's interesting to me too is that it's a cake with three tiers. And if you think about this episode, episode 33. And three, three is a significant number to the Freemasons. 33, three. 33. They yep. love the number three. Yeah. And there were like a bunch of celebrities that you wouldn't really assume to be friends or, or like friendly amongst each other. But Justin Bieber made it like made an appearance. Um, Haley Bieber. <laughs> And essentially, she she behaved the same way as the actress in Eyes Wide Shut. Mm. Uh, during the party, she was um, showing off her breast and she was basically derobing. Um, in the film Eyes Wide Shut, there's this very explicit scene where Tom Cruise's character walks through a Rothschild manor, by the way. So Stanley Kubrick got the approval to film inside of a Rothschild manor of all places and there's this shot that's very lengthy of tom cruise's character walking through this manor and there's just an orgy happening a huge orgy 
everybody, but everybody's masked. And so every, every, every person that was invited to the Doja Cat party was also masked. And so now the speculation is that this was an open, uh, very public, uh, open, to, open to the public to see, uh, basically orgy ritual mm-hmm. and, involving the elites. And what's interesting about like thinking about like the Illuminati and these like masquerade balls, for example, is that it, if it's obviously like exclusive and invite only, and so it's like an inner circle thing, and so. To the public, it it kind of appears as though it's like a novelty or like uh, something playful, like a masquerade, Illuminati themed and whatever. But then it's what we talked about, that it's kind of just um, hiding the obvious, yeah. like in plain sight. The best place to hide something is in plain sight. Right. And so I like I wouldn't be surprised if like during this party, um there was like an underground you know area where they were just like um involved in certain acts and scandals and whatever else you know scandalous because because if you think about it like it was a pretty exclusive party it's not like there were a bunch of people there and the people who were there made sure to like dress the role like the females were wearing like lingerie black lingerie yeah they were half naked right and the men were dressed like these like um i don't even know what you call them like illuminati mason elites or whatever masons yeah super crazy yeah uh I just, I just want to correct myself. Um, I think I said at the start of this conversation, I said that her birthday's November 22nd, but that's impossible because today's November Oh, you meant October? Yeah, uh, her, her, her birthday's like October something, I think. I don't know, like October 22nd or something like that. Um, but yeah, so I'm just checking to see if that's all I have about Doja Cat. Um I do have something else about her, actually. Okay, but, go. But yeah. Do you want to go for No, it? you go ahead. Sure? Yeah. All right. Um, what's interesting, too, and, and people have already talked about this. We've talked about this on a past episode. But she, relatively recently, she also shaved her eyebrows, right? And she shaved her head. And in ancient Egypt, shaving your eyebrow is symbolic of mourning the death of your cat, and Doja Cat is believed to be representative and symbolic of the ancient Egyptian goddess called Bastet, mm-hmm. which which we've covered on our um, past podcast. But my point being is like she's mourning the death of a cat of herself, leading to this ritualistic sacrifice heavy birthday party. And she's turning 27. So what if Doja Cat is basically just prep like preparing herself psychologically or basically accepting and just depicting to the public because that's what the masons like is that they like to play around with the public's perception of them she's basically announcing to the world like hey i'm next up i'm not going to be here around for too long and yeah this is me mourning like this is me coping with that choice that i made which was which was to become part of this system and to be a puppet for this agenda and this is the price i pay People are actually worried about that and have been commenting all over videos and stuff saying that that don't be surprised when Doja Cat passes away, like mysteriously (laughs) and randomly. And do you know what's interesting, too, is that it's very well calculated where they 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 put these they put these celebrities through like through the ringer 
and they create this public perception of them where they're unstable so that when they turn 27 and around that like 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 around that age they overdose on drugs they uh get into a car crash because they were drunk or something along those lines and it's designed that way because then it's very believable it's like oh yeah of course she overdosed because she was shaving her head and she shaved her eyebrows She's she was off crazy. her yeah she had some loose screws yeah and then the same applies to like kanye which we're not gonna um talk on this episode but we do want to do a dedicated kanye west episode because i feel like that has to be a dedicated one uh, maybe we'll do it on our patreon which we'll explain at the end of the video but I think that that's what happens to these public figures is that they the media portrays them in a way so that when the, like when it happens it's not as obvious mm -hmm. but i don't wish bad on anybody uh hopefully that's not the case but if it is the case i won't be surprised yeah for sure um i just wanted to say really quickly that obviously her breasts were exposed and then what's funny is that the articles were playing it off as if it was like a wardrobe mishap and then ironically like, even though it was a blatant choice for her to, like, free her nipple and whatever. And ironically, she, like, asked on her Twitter for anybody who has pictures of her nude so that she can post them. Yeah. So it's, like, part of the humiliation process that people to. go through in the initiation is, like, putting yourself out there in, like, a very vulnerable state. You're 100% right. And to add fuel to your fire, uh, that's what she said. Did you know that the Masons historically, and there are pictures, and we'll post pictures on this part of the podcast if you guys want to check it out on YouTube. Um, there are pictures of initiates being uh, humiliated, just like you said, and having their left breast exposed. Breast, huh? And while being masked. Hmm. So it's the same concept. And then that's what she did on purpose while she was in the car. She like let her left nipple kind of like be exposed. And then she wants to post it on social media because she like she has to. It's part of the humiliation ritual mm -hmm. of being that famous in today's society. What adds like what differs from like historic masonry is that you have now this like you have social media, you have a platform, you have reach. And so it just gets basically amplified. You know? Right. And and it makes you like it's it's so obvious, too, because these artists always end up on the top charts. Right. And she's been number one every single drop. Like she's been hitting the top, you know. Yeah. And so to me, it's like it becomes obvious who's already sold their soul yeah. and who hasn't. But let me just see what else I had to say. Oh, I did want to talk about her having a bruised eye right not too long before during the birthday the, party during the balenciaga fashion show yeah did you want to talk go you talk no you do it now. no you go <laughs> you go first <laughs> you go first <laughs> all right so during the balenciaga fashion show doja cat showed up with i believe it was her right eye kind of bruised but obviously it was makeup but I think that even that was symbolic. It's like drawing attention to the eye. And that's what Freemasons use a lot. It's the all-seeing eye. And during this, um, this, this basically like during this fashion show, um, she, she, she was doing an interview with, I think, a famous TikToker. And he was basically like talking to her and like, um, I, I guess, talking about her outfit and her look or whatever. And you could see her handlers 
basically like tugging and and at one point just like dragging her away forcefully like just basically grabbing her arm and just like telling her like where to go and what to do and what to say and you can tell by her facial expression i don't know if she was high on something but she just seems out of it like she talks and like her like eyes just open up a lot and then she just does these like weird expressions which i don't know if it's just you know but people in the comments, like, all they have to say is, like, oh, my gosh, she killed it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's like people are so blind. Like, oh, no one's paying so attention. Stupid. But this is what I wanted to say. There's something called the Purple Eye Club or Purple Eyed Club or Black Eyed Club where celebrities have randomly appeared with a black eye mysteriously, like, out of nowhere, like, from one day to the next. And, and, it, and it ranges from Barack Obama to the Pope to Adam Sandler, Madonna, all of these, like, obviously, like, not just celebrities, Barack Top Obama, two. who was the president um, and the Pope, but all of these, like, famous icons showing up with a black eye and people are, spec like, spectating that this is also part of an initiation into the Illuminati. It's definitely communicating something. Right, and so... It's it's just so weird that it like happens out of nowhere. And let me see. Oh, and Kanye West too. Appear appear with a black with eye. With a black eye randomly. And he also dyed his hair, just like she dyed his hair. Right. Like like she dyed her hair. And I don't know, like it it does make you like question. Mm -hmm. it, it, nothing is unintentional and nothing is just like accidental. Like these things aren't just coincidental and you just shrug it off. Like these details I feel like need like need to garner more attention and more like awareness and most of these celebrities don't have freedom of choice for themselves because they are surrounded by yes men and they are surrounded by their handlers and so every decision is preemptive like every decision is basically made for them and so for her to show up in the in the outfit that she was wearing for her to show up with a black eye makeup on her face and like basically like made with with prosthetics was not her idea but it's mm -hmm. just something that she had to do the same way how, how she had to basically humiliate herself. She had to basically repost those pictures and she has to go through this whole ritual. Now it's based, it's the price you pay. I I think it's called assassination of character, which is what Kanye has alluded to. Character, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he alluded to that in his music, you know, and I think that that's what's happening to him now as well. It's like people are assassinating his character. What's yeah, that's pretty crazy. So the the very final thing I wanted to say is this is what she said at her birthday party and I'm going to quote this. Hello everyone or or no, she said this in a video on her Instagram, I think. But she says, "Hello everyone, it's my birthday today, so I just wanted everyone to know I will be keeping tabs on each and every one of you who don't send me a happy birthday wish." The consequences will not be disclosed here, but I just want you guys to know to tread lightly and thank you so much for all of the happy birthday wishes. I love you so much and be careful. Bye. <laughs> what? So she's basically threatening her so followers. So it's like threatening and maybe that was a nod to the people that were invited because it was right before the party. So she was like saying, like, if you don't wish me a happy birthday, it could be like a like a subliminal hidden message. Like if you don't come if you don't, to this party, if you don't come to this party to and this commemorate ritual, my initiation and my this this thing happening, then consequences will 
be Arise. right will will be hosts you or whatever yeah. <laughs> i don't know the word but will befall on you that's wild i didn't know that either that is so weird like such a weird thing to say but Crazy. anyways doja cat yeah so that was the, the doja cat topic um yeah. i so to close this podcast out i do have one last topic all right you got this um I don't know how many of you guys have been following the whole Elon Musk buys Twitter mm-hmm. situation, but he bought Twitter and now he's going to be implementing a few changes um, from a business side. Uh, I'm curious to see how that pans out. But more importantly, what's the name of that actress that you said um, dressed up as a worm? Heidi Klum. So Elon Musk made an appearance with his mother. I think his mother's name is like May Musk or something. Um, they both attended Heidi Klum's Halloween party. And what's crazy to me is that Elon Musk appeared at Heidi Klum's costume party wearing a costume that has the sigil of Baphomet stamped on the chest and the costume's name is called the the Devil's Champion. What? And it costs like $7,000 or something like that. And he appeared as the Devil's Champion. His mother was dressed as Cruella DeVille which you can interpret that as Deville is basically devil. Mm-hmm. And that's what Disney did with that character. It's like, that's the, the devil. Cruel. Yeah, cruel devil. So his mother is dressed as the cruel devil and he's dressed as the devil's champion. And this just adds fuel to the already existing conspiracy theory that Elon Musk is the Antichrist. And inside of this Baphomet sigil, which by the way is the official symbol for the Church of Satan, like that's it's an actual trademarked symbol for an institution that worships Satan. He has an upside down cross, what? which can be interpreted as the mark of the beast. Right. So he is the Antichrist. And so he appears as the Antichrist to this Halloween costume party. And his mother's the fucking, you know, devil or whatever. And people believe that his mother may Musk. And I don't know if that's her name, but people believe that Elon Musk's mother is a practicing and very well-respected witch within the industry. And that's how she basically granted this opportunity and these conditions for her son. And that's what, like, basically, like, she's the one behind it. And that's why he's always with his mother. Mm. And he even jokes about it on Twitter. Like, he says, like, oh, uh, going out with my mom again or whatever. She's always there. So I think she's his handler. But on top of that, she's probably, like, some some high-class elite practicing witch and the same applies to drake and his mother sandra bullock is sandra, sandra bullock, bullock. <laughs> sandra bullock. sandra sandra rose right or, or i don't like think her sandra. name is rose either that's just a song <laughs> sandra graham right but i think that drake is a similar simula it's a sim- similar simulation drake is a similar situation where his mother is the reason why he rose to fame as he did you know like these people they they learn and they become apprentices of dark magic and they just practice these 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 rituals that basically give their sons this like pulling some strings behind the scenes but i just found it interesting so i just wanted to like share that with you guys because i was not aware until i went on the internet i was like holy I rebuke all of the evil that is that is celebrities nowadays. I rebuke it. Why is everything so dark? You know, like I just feel like the world has entered this era of just low frequency. Like everything's so dark. What happened to like fun music videos and like fun things? I feel like now it's all 
It's so hard not to be a conspiracy theorist. And and skeptical. (laughs) Yeah, not to be skeptical, not to question things. Here's another quick conspiracy theory. Have you guys noticed how the world is increasingly becoming more black and white? Like companies' logos, for example, like a lot of companies that used to have very colorful logos are now like resorting to these more corporate and gray and black and white concepts like to modernize it modernize yeah like everything is becoming pale and stale and i think that that's deliberate too it's basically stripping this world of any vigor and color and hope and happiness individuality individuality like everything's becoming monotone like look at fashion you know like look at connie's fashion line like look at fashion in general everything's very just just weird and strange and there's no color there's no personality there's no character people just want to dress like 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 their idols and they want to dress like their favorite musicians their favorite actors actresses it's just there's no individuality there's no reason to to aspire to have purpose to have character to have a personality because everything around you is devoid of that personality and it's so frustrating to me like as a creative as a person who 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 considers themselves an artist because I love creating and like that's what I do for a living I feel like that's so demotivating and it's so sad I feel like 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 we are witnessing the death of of life of humanity itself, of humanity itself yeah 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 I I can definitely agree with that and and it's like it's everything it's news it's like everything is yeah. so it's um it, I feel like it's all part of this narrative though that's like been being built over time this like narrative of of just um. I don't know, like getting people to be desensitized, like I said before. For sure. I definitely think that that's a motive of someone's who knows who. I'm not going to point fingers at the Certain government. group of individuals. Or something, but I definitely do think that the plan is to desensitize us completely um, so that we just end up being attached to our VR headsets eventually or whatever the case is, or we just end up being like the movie... Um, um what's it called wally wally where the people are just fat lazy and sitting in front of a screen and everything is handed to them and that's basically it and robots do all the work and yeah that's what i feel like it's gonna head towards uh people will stop creating art and ai will start creating art for us yeah um people will stop exercising their artistic abilities and will stop exercising their mind and their, and their spirit and their still become bodies people, yeah. and ai will just take it all over for us so we'll take it from here tuned. guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh we'll be talking a lot more about a lot more stuff that we just want to you know discuss with you guys and share with you guys it's obviously been a month um, I personally like I could talk for five hours today because I feel like I've I've experienced so much in this like time span and this time gap that I just have so much on my mind that that I just want to put it out into the world to, to like maybe stimulate conversation and just have and just receive back what people interpret. Yeah, for sure. Do you have anything else to say? Um, that's all. Just I also just want to apologize because I know that in part, like I play a big role into why we haven't recorded in the last month. It's just been like up and down. Um, but yeah, I just need to like I'm just going to be honest with you guys. Like I'm someone who's like very procrastinative and and 
Like mm, tends to procrastinate a lot. I tend to procrastinate because I tend to not have like a strong belief in myself. And so I try to like put things off as much as possible mm-hmm. until it's like unavoidable right. and, and it starts eating at me. And then I'm like, okay, I need to do the thing that I've been neglecting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I'm definitely a big part in <laughs> why we haven't recorded with my stress, anxiety, our TikTok account being hacked, like definitely didn't help things. Yeah. And yeah, so I'm working on that one step at a time, make these episodes more fun. And speaking of one step at a time, um, I want to just quickly announce and just give you guys a heads up. We are going to be finally acting on creating our Patreon this week our Patreon account. And on that Patreon account, we will be doing uh, subject specific videos and podcasts. So we'll be tackling like one conspiracy and just dedicating a whole video on it, uh, where both of us will do extensive research and just basically, you know, just bring as much information to you guys as possible and also give our own spin and our own interpretation. We will also maybe even create like start a whole new (laughs) series where we get popular music videos and we like break them down on Patreon like that's something that i've been wanting to do like i have a few music videos in the back of my head that i want to basically just like break it down with you guys so that you guys can see what i see you know like there are blatant symbolism um there are blatant just satanic elements and undertones to almost everything that's put out today and so stay tuned for our patreon the best way to keep up to date with everything that we're doing is our instagram account at mentally gone studios uh we post and update everything there and all the links can be found in our link tree. Uh, it's not a link tree anymore. Our Hubi link oh, Hubi. on Instagram. So if you go to our Instagram account, just click the link in the bio and it'll take you everywhere. And yeah, guys. So with that being said, thank you so much. Oh, I did have one last thing to say that for our Patreon, the people who we're going to have different like um, benefits, different options for and different benefits for whatever you want to whichever category you want to fall into but one of the ones which might be exciting for some people is that we'll allow people to call in to the show and we can have an on-spot conversation with you guys right and it'll just be like a little appearance until like eventually in the future we'll have like guests who are on the whole show but for now we're we'll just do like appearances where you come on we have a little chat and then yeah yeah, could be cool yeah so 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 to her point um we will have a starting base price at like 10 bucks which is like 9.99 per month which is you know the price of a cup of coffee nowadays with like inflation uh that'll already grant you like an extra bonus podcast episode extra um episodes that we do like uh topic heavy uh music video analysis breakdowns things like that that we won't be posting on youtube or anywhere else so you'll have access to that and then there will be a second tier which we haven't decided on what the price would be yeah you stay tuned guys you'll see it all but then essentially the second tier uh all of the members of that tier will be uh picked at random every week to have the opportunity to just call in and then just spend half an hour an hour with us and just talk it up yeah on the show live right this could be cool it could be cool all right guys so you guys will be supporting us (laughs) yeah and and by doing that and obviously on patreon these episodes will all be ad free so it's just no ad placements no nothing it's like it's just ad free 
and that's the best way for you guys to support us but actually no the best way for you guys to support us is by leaving a like by subscribing sharing this with a friend a family member your dog your dog play it on your tv <laughs> yeah just like share it with a stranger just go out in the street and say like hey can i send you this podcast and just do it to like 100 people and you will be helping us out with that being said guys my name is Kyle Lacerda. i'm gabrielle lopes and i have to pee and she's almost peeing herself so thank you so much and stay tuned for episode number 34 and don't forget that it's never wrong to be mentally gone peace, peace to, to the, the world, world.